It's the Next Level Contractor Podcast. Yeah, I'm talking about Mountain Dews, baby. Coming at you every Monday at 7 a.m. with no bullshit in 30 minutes or less. And we're helping small businesses and construction companies be more profitable with better leads and better systems. We'll do it live! Do it live! I'll write it and we'll do it live! And today I have on uh, my guest, Greg Toller. And we're talking about hiring a marketing manager versus hiring a marketing agency. And we're gonna do the math on that and give you some takeaways what you should do first if you're considering augmenting your marketing efforts. Hey, Greg Toller, how you doing, man? I'm good, how about you, Tim? I am doing well. I uh, am excited to talk to you about hiring a marketing manager versus hiring a marketing agency. We're gonna talk through the math, which I'm just assuming you're better at math than me since I'm just not good at math. (laughs) I'm not great either, but I think between the two of us, we can push through it together. Okay, (laughs) the two of us, we got it. All right, so, most small businesses uh, often have a point in their marketing where they have to make this decision between hiring internally or outsourcing some of the work. So you've had a good amount of experience uh, in the internal side. So I just wanted to tap your brain a little bit and I appreciate you taking the time to do this. Can you give just kind of a quick synopsis of the types of uh, kind of roles you've had within organizations? Absolutely, so I've held marketing roles anywhere between a marketing specialist all the way up to several marketing manager roles in various companies and various industries as well. So with that, uh, it's given me a little bit of exposure kind of on the hiring of agency sides and also managing yeah. everything internally. I love it. And I am a, obviously, I'm, I'm kind of an advocate for marketing agency because I own <laughs> one. But, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of marketing managers and I've se- I have seen I have seen waste there as well as I've seen really killer ones, right? Like like yourself and getting to work with you on uh, on a couple different brands now has been really cool and and seeing what you've been able to do. And I've got a strong opinion about what I think marketing managers can and should do. I'm sure you have some strong opinions about what agencies can <laughs> and should do. I'm super excited to share them uh, all these opinions. I think uh, I want to start with numbers, though. So as as soon as we can get into it for people, that's awesome. What is an average marketing manager salary? If you were a small business, let's say you know a couple million in or whatever, two to fifty million, what what can you expect to pay for a marketing manager internally if you're first hire? Yeah, that's a great question. Anything. Uh, with maybe three and under years of experience, you're probably looking at between 40 and, and 55, 60K a year, depending on location yep. and, and average market. Uh, you know, what if I wanted somebody with a bunch of experience? Like I was like, five I need plus, the... 10 plus. Good, good. For a marketing manager for that particular title, you'll probably tap yeah. out at 70, uh, depending okay. on where you are. All right. And then like we've got other titles that people give up to like marketing director, director of marketing, that kind of stuff. When it gets up into those kind of titles, what what can it go up to? Yeah, so a uh, director can go anywhere between maybe 70 and 120, 125, and then you're yep. looking at a VP level from there, and then uh, CEO yep. above that. So I saw 180K as a salary, and uh, I, I remember thinking like, that person better bust ass, yeah. and that person better do some pretty cool stuff. But I think it was in the e-commerce space, which I think, Sometimes if, if that role is really pushing mm-hmm. 
large quantities of revenue. If it's basically the closer you get to revenue, the more likely you are to get paid better money, right? That's true. Well, it also depends on the yeah. scale of the organization. So many organizations, as they grow, have multiple managers, multiple directors, and then you know maybe one or two VPs, depending on the branch of marketing. So yeah, uh, you know it kind of the the pricing there tends to flatten a bit as you have more yeah. layers across the board. But I have seen it to that degree as well. Absolutely. So what is the average price of an agency? I mean, I could probably answer this one too, but hey, let's let's take it from somebody else's perspective. I'm sure the people listening to this and watching this uh, are sick of hearing my voice. No, just kidding. But what is the average cost of an agency? Uh, so after hiring several agencies, depending on the service that you're looking for, it can range anywhere between maybe 40, 45 a year, all the way up to yeah. 80, 90, and just over 100. Yeah. And I'd say just real quick, like there's also small, small agencies or freelancer type things that can go all the way down to like 15K a year or something. Obviously, those are really kind of niche mm -hmm. things and, and you, you do get what you pay for a little bit. I'm yeah. not trying to rip on like earlier on stuff, but hey, uh, you do pay for like the, the expertise in the longer term stuff. Yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a good chunk. And, you know, it's in your estimation, the average might be a little higher than a marketing manager. Is that is that correct? Right at, yeah, or above. And most of the pitches yeah. that I've seen from an agency is, you know, we've got multiple resources at your disposable, at your disposal, ex experts in different areas. So you're kind of paying for the whole package versus, you know, hiring one person to expect to do it all. So that's kind of the pitch you get from them. But yeah, from, from experience, at least from an agency that touts more strategy, managed services overall, it, it can definitely get yeah. up there to that, to that range. I love it. I, I always think about these as smaller business because we get a lot of leads that are small, small business. And I always, my spicy take here is if you're an owner of a company under 1 million, I really think you should be learning marketing. I think it's there's a lot of things that you can do for free, except for your time. Time is, yeah, it's expensive. <laughs> but you have your time and you can you can do uh you can do video on social you can post on social you know there's a lot of things that you can do that aren't crazy so that's my take for under one million my take for one to three if i think we might disagree here but that's okay um my take for one to three million if you're a if you're not in need of heavy leads if let's say you only need like 20 really good leads a year to win i think you should hire a marketing manager but if you need more leads from my point of view um a lot of these like let's say a cost of a customer is they're like sorry the customer lifetime value is like let's say 10 20k i think you can create leads a little easier they're a little easier to create and i think agency like heavy duty obviously SEO agency, I think is a great one for those people. But I also, um, so basically it's the two sides. If you need a lot of leads, I think you should go agency. If you just need kind of like, you need to get referrals and you need to make yourself look cool and that kind of thing. I tend to think it's more on the marketing manager side, but I think you might have a little bit of a different opinion here. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing it. Yeah. That's, that's an interesting perspective. You know, if you're, if you're, lead gen goal for that kind of one to three, three to five range is a high volume of leads. What I see a lot for the small and medium sized business is actually going after sales team first and then mm. supporting that with 
uh, either internal internal or external marketing uh, to help with the sales support and the sales enablement yeah. side of it. Because from a marketing good. perspective, if you're talking inbound leads, you're going to need to engage with a lot of people who've either done that in the past, which may be too much experience yeah. for you. Uh, if you're you know more locally centralized from a product or service perspective, it tends to be easier and statistically early on to have a sales rep, you know, hitting the phones door to door, mm -hmm. those types of things, you'll probably get a little bit more initial engagement with yeah. quick leads versus, you know, trying to build out a marketing department with those resources. I think that's really good. And I, I have a couple of points later, like in the outline here around that. But from your point of view, if you're a marketing manager starting out, let's say it was your first year, what would you do? I know it's been a little while since then, but if, <laughs> if it was your first year, what would you do to make yourself worth more to an organization? What would you do to increase your value within an organization? Like, so there's, there's probably gonna be a number of people that listen to this that are a marketing manager now and are, are earlier on. So what would you do to push up that value? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so the baseline of marketing, which is something that I see a lot of people missing in this industry is to generate leads to support sales. So if you're in an organization, you're early on in, in kind of the marketing manager role, just out of college, kind of making a shift, uh, your goal is to support sales first. Uh, enable, them, enable them with the content they need, the equipment that they need, uh, support them in their activities and efforts, build uh, kind of a, an inbound setup of content that they need to push their prospects there to help kind of drive their engagement down the funnel, but your first goal is always to support sales. And then you support sales by kind of shifting into various aspects of outbound and inbound marketing, but first is enabling a foundation for your sales team for support. Yeah, I love that. See, that's one of my biggest points here is like marketing managers, hey, what could I be doing to increase my value? I wanna get paid more. I wanna make sure that I have long-term prospects for my uh, efforts and that kind of thing. You will always be in high demand if you're good at enabling salespeople with cool stuff. If you can make them look good, if you can close more deals, and, and marketing is like underrated yep. for helping close more deals because you totally can. You. You want, I like this idea of like 80% sold. Yeah. Like when somebody comes in the door and they're 80% sold because of the marketing materials that they saw, right? Like the, it, it's making the salesperson's job easier. Yeah. And I think that that's a huge uh, advantage if you're able to do that and you will always be in high demand if you make the salespeople's job easier. Because I don't, personally, I don't love sales. I'll be honest. Like. I'll do it and like I believe it's a really valuable thing. I know it's extremely valuable, but I don't always love it. But if I can enable those people, I think you also want to watch out. I think that there's another thing. I've spent a lot of times, um, you know, when I didn't own the company, I when I worked at a different agency, I spent a lot of time creating miscellaneous stuff that didn't get used. <laughs> That happens you all the time. You have to watch that. Well, you have to watch that too. My biggest thing with that is it's it's kind of two points to the whole enabling sales thing. The first thing is as yeah. a marketer, it's data-driven marketing. That's that's my yeah. biggest push is marketing. A lot of people have this, you know, miss mystery feel around marketing is just kind of you know yeah. pie in the sky type ideas but marketing should be very measurable and very tangible yeah. and even when it comes to sales enablement and the term being you know yeah. deal velocity when you can speed up that deal velocity the timeline on the deal yeah. based on actual data from past deal cycles and then inserting material content ways to push the marketing message 
to help increase that velocity, that's where as a marketing manager, you really start seeing that value. And when you win over the sales yeah. team, you start kind of crossing that bridge between marketing and sales and, and see it as a holistic unit. That's when you start creating wins for the organization, even without the big fancy video content and social media, yeah. and, you know, start moving to those things. I also see marketing as an, an opportunity to build your brand. Mm -hmm. And one of my favorite little tips here will be just, I like to look at uh, Search Console for brand. Like if I, um, I use Google Search Console and then I look at brand and I look at it year over year or like three months over three months and see how many people are searching brand. That's a quick way to like look at how much brand equity we're building. Yeah. I like that as a little option. Um, I've seen a, a hot take by Dave Gerhardt who thinks there should literally be two different departments the lead gen department and then the brand department because his whole thing is you don't you shouldn't track the ROI of everything in marketing because there is certain things yeah. right like like for instance like swag and like sometimes events sometimes events are lead gen but there's also like there is things that could be brand equity building that aren't lead gen so like I, I like to think of it that way too at the end of the day we gotta we gotta create opportunities for the salespeople yeah. though or else yeah we don't get we don't get as much clout as we as we should get marketers should get in an organization absolutely and and you know one one thing to comment on that too if you're a small to medium-sized business regardless if you go agency side if you go internal the idea that marketing is a switch that you can flip and just automatically have leads or yeah. faster deals is something that the marketing industry pushes against a lot and if you're dealing yeah. with an agency that's promising you you know x amount of leads within a short amount of time they're probably cold calling they're dialing out they've got that sdr bdr yeah. kind of mentality uh that's not long-term sustainable marketing mm -hmm. and it takes time to get those things ramping up so the sooner yeah. you engage with an agency or or a hire the better but understanding that it's, it's not a switch you can flip it's a program that needs to be built uh yeah. that 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 mentality is something that we fight against a lot and something that should be changed internally absolutely so I'm thinking about that ideal scenario, and I, I do think a lot about this like five to ten million dollar company range, and I, I think uh, part of you know I think it's a good average for our clients and stuff like that. Um, what's the ideal scenario if you have the budget for? Let's say you have a two hundred. I think some some people use like a five percent number just as like a you know we we do deal with a good number of clients that have a high cost of goods sold, so five percent is that low average. Um, for marketing, so in that range, um, what is your ideal like marketing? Is it marketing manager plus agency? How do you? What would you say for a company of that size? Yeah, it's a good question. So one thing that I always push first is uh, it's almost and having been kind of on both sides, uh, I see the benefits to both. But depending on your industry, depending on how uh, you know how broad versus kind of narrow your focus is it's typically better to start out with somebody internally and i say that for several reasons yeah. one you get brand immersion for that that new hire uh, you get industry immersion for that new hire and you've got somebody internally who can direct the strategy with some experience and knowing how to do that. They can yeah. they can deeply dive into the industry and what works and what doesn't, get engaged quickly, and then direct the efforts. And then from there, based on your strategy as an organization, your desire to grow, then you scale out bit by bit, understanding the strengths of that, that particular mm -hmm. 
user, that particular hire, and then supplement with agency as you need it to help scale and grow in the direction your strategy uh, deems. Yep. So to recap these numbers, we've got the 40 to 70K salary for a marketing manager, perhaps you go that route first, up to a certain amount where, you know, with an internal hire, I will put a little side note here, you do have other overhead related to hires, so it can be up to 100K just for, just to have a 60K salary or whatever because of some of that other overhead, but then, then potentially you layer on uh, another specialist yeah. and I think specialist is the way to go mm -hmm. versus like trying to layer on like a full service agency that's going to do everything half-ass you know you find specialists you layer those on I think it's great like I think paid ads is a good one I think um, SEO is a good one I think uh, video is a good like there's a there's a yeah. number of really great specialists depending on your niche and depending on what you need but then you layer those things on the top and if you're at a let's say a 5% of $4 million company, you're talking, I think it's, what is that, 200K? You're the one yeah. that's supposed to know the math. <laughs> no, uh, so there's the math real quick for you. You, you At a $4 million company, you can have uh, a marketing manager plus two specialist agencies or an agency with two kind of special mm -hmm. specialties. And then, you know, like, like we were just talking about, if you're a marketing manager, my takeaway is just be that sales enablement person. Yeah. The closer you can get to the deal, the more you can focus on closed business versus just leads, versus just like contact form submissions, which we all kind of do. Like the lowest common denominator, it's like those were there's three out of seven that were spam. You know, it's like a thing that happens, right? So the closer you you can't you can't congratulate yourself for that. You have to go closer to the deal and say, how do we get this deal down the pipeline? And what you learn, what I've learned, is that. The closer you kind of try to get to the deal as as these opportunities are made, you start to sort out what was bullshit. And that is one thing where sometimes you sort out ads, they're kind of creating bullshit. Like yeah. that, that is a thing versus the longer term brand oriented marketing and content and, and stuff like this. Sometimes that's what doesn't get sorted because you see better leads coming from those things yeah. that are more comprehensive and brand focused. That's what I've seen, at least. I know that there's probably some paid people out there, like super heavy-duty paid people out there that would find that uh, obnoxious, but hey. Yeah. Well, and to be the key to kind of all of that is uh, yeah. being a student of the strategy and the data piece of it. As, as a marketing yeah. manager, you shouldn't be expected to know everything, but if you wanted to focus on something, it would be focusing on marketing strategy and the data aspect of it because you can always yeah. supplement specialties, whether it's you know paid, design, SEO, you can very easily supplement those things. But if you're a marketing manager internally, the strategy and the direction of the company is entirely in your hands. And if you don't have that, that understanding of, of what a long-term plan should look like and what pieces to fit in based on your industry or the industries that you wanna move into, uh, the company's gonna go you know, off course and in a different direction. So I would, I would say starting out, always kind of be that, that student of strategy and understand the data first, because that will inform your decisions as you get further in. So let's just throw it out there, sometimes owners of companies or other people hire in a director position can send marketing managers on wild goose chases or, or, or waste your time with things that aren't going to actually move the needle as far as business development. So what I, my question to you is, um, when people do that, I've been, I've been the subject of that. I'm speaking from experience, like where I've been sent on these wild goose chases, 
how do you stay focused? How do you bring, how do you lead up? How do you lead your, the people that are supposed to be leading you to draw them back to the activities that are really gonna move the needle? Yeah, that's a good question. So two things, uh, and this, this plays for, for marketing in general, is trust and authority. Uh, you have to build, first you have to build a level of trust with the people in authority that uh, you understand what needs to be done, you know the direction, confidence is a really, a really big piece of that, and then show your authority in the space. If you have been a student of the strategy, you understand where you need to go, create a level of authoritative direction by creating a plan so that as you get things thrown at you, this is gonna happen countless times where you know, your VP is gonna come to you and say, hey, I think that this super cool, you know, maybe high impact mailer is the way to go right now. But if you've mm -hmm. been able to, to build that trust early on and develop that plan that says, you know, based on your industry, this is where we need to go. You can easily point back to that and say, hey, you know, this doesn't quite fit in right now. Here's why. Uh, and I think that helps mm -hmm. a lot. Now we get on tangents all the time. We we do tend to go down those, yeah. but <laughs> and I and I do the same hey, thing. It happens. Yeah, it, it happens. I'm not saying like <laughs> I'm I'm all for a good tangent if I'm having fun, but then you know sometimes it just ends up being um, just not. Yeah. It's not gonna move. I know. I know from experience. I've done stuff like this before. And it doesn't create revenue. It doesn't create opportunities. So it's just like sharing failure. Yeah. In my experience, it's been like, I will share the fact that I've tried something like this before and unfortunately it didn't work. So, yeah. and hey, you gotta test stuff to find that out. You yeah. gotta test out more stuff and then you have to remember mm -hmm. so you don't do it again. <laughs> and you do have to be, a, I think you do have to be a little stubborn. Too. Yeah, well, and I, I did the same thing, be, something yeah. recently. I, I did that where, uh, this one initiative was being pushed really hard. I took a step back pretty early in the process, and I said, based on you know the last three attempts at something similar, I don't think this is gonna this is gonna create mm -hmm. pipeline like we think it's going to. Express yep. those concerns very nervously, uh, but stand your ground. Be confident. It yep. was accepted very well because I've built that trust yep. up front, and we diverted back to what we knew was gonna work. So th that's yep. a very important key: is to be a little bit stubborn with that. Uh, and express your opinion because we're all on the same team. Everybody's on the same team in your company and your company's success yeah. is your success. I love it, man. Well, hey, thank you for joining me for this video. And I think you're a great example of somebody, you know, championing the right kind of stuff internally at an organization. And you also hustle in there and you're, you're getting stuff done and you're, you're doing some of it, you know, yourself, you're not just directing things, you're, you're actually knocking stuff out. And I think that that's kind of a great example for other marketing managers. You don't just want to be the delegator, you also want to be the doer. And I think that you're a great example of that and I appreciate you being on, on the video. I appreciate that and thanks for inviting me. We've done a lot of work over the last number of years and I'm looking forward to continuing that. Absolutely. Well, thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you.